0: Master Skywalker,
1: there are too many Swear words
0: What are we going to do? Ha
2: ha ha,
1: terrific This show contains some adult language and may not be suitable for younglings
2: Hello there no,
0: no.
2: He's no, no. no good to me, dead no, no. We're fine, we're all fine here no. No, no. How are you? I think you'll fill in
0: nicely. This is where the fun begins.
1: Hello, and thank you for joining us for news, reviews, and interviews from your favorite galaxy far, far away. My name is Pat, but don't call me Padawan Collins.
0: And greetings and salutations is the mayor of Alderaan,
2: Andy Hanlon. And I'm Ryan, no good little Sith. Sherman has.
1: Surprise! Guys, we're back. We're doing the season one finale. It didn't feel right to just leave it, leave it hanging. Leave it hanging like that. We had episode 29 in the books a week or two back and we said, guys, this is it. Well, we didn't really say that at the time. It was more of an after the fact kind of commentary between the three of us where I want to end off season one, basically season one being this style of podcast, I guess you could say. For now, anyways, for now. Didn't um, one of
0: our media people send out uh, Instagram posts indicating that we were already done season one? I, I'm pretty sure I signed off on
2: a press release.
1: Well, yeah, totally, totally. But, you know, as any, you know, all, all these shows are getting reboots. All these shows are ending, but then coming back, we got a Sex in the City reboot. Friends mm-hmm. did it, you know. Wouldn't be surprised if Dawson's Creek comes next, so what's, you know, people are demanding more Good Morning Alderaan, so we have to at least give this special season one finale, wave our caps in the air, and take a few weeks off to formulate the next chapter of Good Morning Alderaan. Will that even continue to be the name? I don't know. I think it should. I, I think it has to be. I think so. That's a, that's a
0: solid name. Yeah. That's a stupid fucking question. <laughs>
1: But Hanlon, it's a. Com- <laughs> Andy's upset. Andy's upset. It's a completely different style of podcast, though. We we are going from a sit-down news reviews and interviews, to, drum roll, ladies and gentlemen. It's not even really being officially announced. I just kind of teased it. I guess you could say we are going to be playing a role-playing game. We're gonna take you on an audio journey, where we're gonna have a couple of characters. I'm gonna be the GM game master and I'm going to weave a little a uh, bit of a fable for my two compatriots maybe more we'll see
2: roll the dice and
1: we're going to roll the dice on a new genre of podcast
2: um, two hands
1: two hands double fisting you know two friends All two the hands dice
2: rolling I find it helps to roll the dice over your head oh
1: if only the people could see you right now <laughs> Beautiful specimen. But yes, I am the game master, Andy Hanlon. Thank you.
2: I don't think that role will go to Pat's head at all.
1: <laughs> you listen to me. <laughs> You're doing a rock. It is the smallest amount of power <laughs> that has ever been wielded over someone else's head. But uh, alas, <laughs> I will. Uh, so yes, the game is uh, based on you like the Dwight Schrute of podcasting. That's, that's such a compliment. Thank you so much. I'm a Sith You're
0: Lord. I'm a Sith Lord.
1: This cost me $129. Uh, so Fantasy Flight Games had a series of um, uh, role-playing games, I guess you could say. They got swept up in the role-playing the Dungeons and Dragons and the Monster of the Weeks and the uh, other games that are out there. Um, and they have uh, a couple of series that are out there and the one we're going to be playing is edge of the empire now we're going to wait a little bit and uh explain all the rules and explain how the game's played in episode one of season two and it is uh it it's a little bit complicated i guess you'd say there's going to be some a lot of explanation, but, and I want to make sure I know what the fuck I'm talking about before I. But we we have a smart audience; they
2: can follow. We do, and we'll we have be able a to follow better than we can.
1: Here. My my cousin Brandon, who is a uh, faithful listener, thank you so much, Brandon. He is. He's been doing Dungeons and Dragons since the '80s. Like he's been, he's 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 old school. He knows his D's and D's. Like the kids who are playing Stranger Things or playing Dungeons and Dragons and Stranger Things. Like what? When in the '80s? Um, I don't know, mid, mid to late. I'm guessing.
2: Okay, does
1: it make a difference?
0: I nah, nah it's it's
2: Just painting we'll a on. picture in my mind. <laughs> you, I need to, uh, I need to picture the clothing and the setting and the music in the background.
1: Yeah, was it like Back my, to the uh, Future era or like?
0: I don't know any other era. Is the eighties? I was someone that I, I, someone influential in my life used to say every time he would tell me a story. That was before I was born. Or he would like say something about, oh, this happened so-and-so, but that was before your time. He would say, back when you were swinging one nut from the other.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, like those, I don't even know what you call them, those things in the, the psychiatrist's office. Those little, like,
2: balls metronome?
1: that... Metronome? Not a metronome, those clacky balls.
2: Cla- I think the official term is clacky balls. Clacky
1: balls, Those scientific clacky balls.
2: You buy them at the, the Sharper Image or whatever that store is called.
1: Yeah. So you just picture, you know, your dad's nuts and you just swing in both of those. Or ones.
2: those, you remember like in the 90s, those like plastic clackers? They are like, oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah. like yeah, like oh neon, neon pink and neon green. Them, I don't uh, even know what the point of that was. you just clacking make, it. Making noise, noise. Annoying your parents. There's no skill. i like devil sticks, which I was the bomb at. I believe it. I could add a career in that shit.
1: Oh, uh, well, hey, our YouTube channel needs content.
2: Step aside, Star Wars kid.
1: <laughs> hey, we could just dub that over to look like you're doing it with lightsabers. and
2: Here comes Devil Stick Man. Comes... <laughs> <laughs> the, to the disappointment of his entire family.
1: Devil Stick's Jedi.
2: <laughs> you a be doing up. lightsabers.
1: Hey, the flip. I'll, put I'll on, throw on and catch it. I'll put on Duel of the Fates in the background. It would be great. Um, yeah, speaking of Star Wars, guys, the Bad Batch is done.
0: Yes, Andy, it is.
1: Are you finally Andy.
0: caught up? I am. I did watch it. Ah.
2: Initial thoughts, everyone, just surface level, before we get into spoilers.
1: Yes, spoiler heavy content coming up. If you've not seen all the Bad Batch, you've been forewarned. Thank you, Brian.
2: Insert Death Star alarm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah i i'm glad i watched it all because now i'm even more excited for stuff coming down the line and it it was the Mm -hmm. very last scene that did it for me um made it all Mm -hmm. make sense made it all it contextualized the whole thing it's like that's what i've been waiting for fuck Mm -hmm. did you not see
0: that coming though was it not obvious that that was the whole way they were going the entire time
1: not in the exact way that i
2: thought I didn't. I didn't think they would clearly show that. I thought they would like imply it. Yeah, more right. than okay. they did.
1: Yeah, those, those are
2: like. I guess we should just jump into. We'll spoilers just jump now, into. Here. Okay, spoilers, spoilers <laughs> ahead, St-
1: spoilers now. Um, okay, overall, fun series. It's it's something for mm-hmm. everybody. It's like the diehard fans. I, um, maybe that's not true. I think you either have to be a rather diehardish fan or. Of the younger child. demographic, <laughs> <or> child, <laughs> to really enjoy everything that this show had to offer, especially if you've not watched all of, you know, Rebels, especially if you've not watched all of uh, Clone Wars, um, mm-hmm. you, you might be a little bit lost in some of, like, the special characters and callbacks that come in. I mean, they brought Fennec Shand, which is awesome, cross-platform. Yeah, that's um, cool. Uh, media I guess you could say, with uh, uh, Ming-Na Wen coming in to voice her again. Uh, we got Cad Bane. He's back. Yes. Thank you. Um, we had Rhea Perlman, uh, who's voicing uh, Sid in that right. show. Yes, yeah, so I did not know right. that was her until somewhat recently, and I was very, very happy about that. Um, so, yeah, there's like all those little callbacks and throwbacks that made it very, very much like, okay, this is nice, and it's, it's a good, fun, little adventure serial. You know, they, they got to get something or run away. And or run away, um, mm-hmm. which pretty much was the formula all throughout. I liked the drama that um, Crosshair offered as well. That kind of like, will he come back with the boys? Is he gone for good? Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was a neat little.
2: Yeah, I saw an arc. interview with one of the writers. Um, and they were mentioning how, because everyone was like, oh, he's only acting that way because he still has a chip in his head. And they said that that would have been too much of a cop out to make it just all about the chip. And the fact that he had it removed, who knows when, I thought it made it much more interesting. Um, and in the end, you had sympathy for him. You didn't like totally hate him. You kind of got, because they did kind of totally bail on him. They left him behind. They they went and saved Omega like 20 times mm-hmm. throughout the series, but didn't give a shit about Crosshair. So he's got a point. point mm, yeah. kid
0: versus trained like killer
2: <laughs> he's more of an asset
1: mm. yeah he is and and, but like yeah he, he definitely got that vengeful side of it though and that mm-hmm. that kind of you know and that's what made you I guess initially think that yeah it's the chip it's the chip like making sure that good soldiers follow orders they're not good soldiers so I gotta hunt them down but then once he revealed towards the end there that i took this thing out long ago um it's just kind of like whoa so that was that was just all about the hate that's mm-hmm. that that just added that whole other like woof this guy that is sad <laughs> like mm-hmm. that is that he's that vengeful towards the people who are once his brothers the people who the the only family he's ever known as It's just like, yeah, ooh, we the audience didn't even really realize that because like you say, we're just kind of copped out behind the illusion that this is just the chip doing its thing. It's just the chip. It's the chip, man. It's just the chip. Once he gets rid of that chip, he'll be like, oh, shit, sorry guys. It was the chip. Mm -hmm. But nay nay. Nay nay. Twas not to be.
2: Yeah, I think think overall it was an enjoyable series. I think if there's other competing content out there, I may not have been as into it, but overall it was a nice little thing to watch every Friday I would watch it kind of on my lunch break yep it was like a quick little thing and sometimes it was good sometimes it was okay it was like maybe two episodes that I really didn't care for um, I think it's like the second episode where they stop at that farm and stay there and then Omega gets like almost killed by that animal or something I'm like oh, this, oh, is, gonna yeah. this is gonna be the whole series like <laughs> the batch tries to do something but Omega gets in shit Keeps and they have to save her stepping in turds and then the whole episode with the the people with the noodles in their head, I don't know what, the, what they're called. Yeah, <laughs> what they, the, um, the the that whole side plot it was kind of interesting. I guess if you watch Rebels, because of that one character, but I didn't watch Rebels, so I didn't really have that same connection.
1: Uh, it's a big felt... gang syndicate that's uh, yeah a crime syndicate. The Pike, Pike, Pikes or Pike?
2: I think it's just the Pike. Um, but no, the the what's it? The guy who's like also um. The lady who's like a green dancer for Jabba Hutt, that's the that same species. Oh, the of noodles.
1: People. Sorry, uh, Twilight.
2: Twilight, yeah. okay. Those people. So I didn't. That episode where it was literally like, no, the Bad Batch was not in it at all. Yeah, that it's just all, all Hera. And I thought that would have been cool for like the first 10 minutes, but then it kind of, I didn't find them all that interesting. I guess if you watch Rebels or Clone Wars, it's maybe more interesting for you. But for me, I was like, mm.
1: yeah, it's, it's just kind of like a throwback or a a bone for those rebels loyalists those rebels fans that this is this is how Hera became a rebel she mm-hmm. she's very like very impassioned very um for the cause in rebels and so this is kind of like a little bit of a mini origin story for her cuz we're also mm-hmm. they're really going to shoehorn that in for the people who are wanting more Hera um i don't doubt that we are going to get more Hera as time goes on. But she's, again, going to be even older than what she is in Rebels. So, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's... It wasn't amazing. It just kind of, like, slowed it a little bit for me, but it was also a nice little, like... I think it was
2: definitely nice to include it. I just felt like it didn't need to be a whole episode. No, I agree. Because as soon as the bat showed up, it got interesting, and that whole follow-up episode was definitely, like, a step up, I would say.
1: For sure. For sure, for sure. I agree, but... Andy, anything stick out for you? I mean,
0: I really liked the Clone Wars when it was on. Maybe it's because I was a little bit younger when it came out. Not that I was like a kid, but it was more. Cl- it was like closer to the prequel trilogy, so therefore I was more interested. And then when they brought it back on Disney Plus to like finish it off, I thought that was good. Rebels, I didn't watch all of because. Um, I only watch the stuff kind of pertaining that involved Vader or, you know, mm. Emperor or anything like that. Um, so, like, obviously, I watch it because we're doing this podcast. Like, my overall interest in it, I didn't really find it that enjoyable, <laughs> to be honest. Um, yeah. With the exception of they get you... Watch. It, it's great marketing and it's great work to, like, get you interested in it and have you watch it because they... Kind of purposely come out and say that it will mean something, yeah, so I watched it for those reasons, um like I don't know if omega is gonna ever be more than just a faltered clone, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I mean every character like that can't always be something. I get that, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, there's a lot of time spent on that character when really the thing that took it home for me was the end scene.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: like all yep. of its value all of its worth for me was in that final scene
2: see i i liked that they explained why they stopped using clones and i thought that was yeah. clever yeah. that they were just yeah. like disposable um and that shift of the empire just being like oh we can just take all these people from any planet that we go to and then kind of that transition of people like either being okay with the empire or not being okay with the empire that that was kind of cool to see um but they were like little, those are just like little glimmers throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they they gave kind of nods to that political overtone, without getting too too much into like Phantom Menace territory of overdoing a lot of the geopolitical mm-hmm. vibes that was coming off of this transition of power between yeah. you know the the Republic and the Empire.
0: Um, like, wouldn't you love to see a movie? And obviously, like the thing that would bring everyone's milkshake to the yard would be if it included Vader. Like if it was a Vader themed kind of thing. But like, wouldn't it be cool just to show that time in like during the like the height of the Empire, just like the Jedi purge? It doesn't even have to include all that much Vader. Like, I think you could write some really cool storylines with like some cool bounty hunters hunting down Jedi, but showing that like evolution of almost like grandfathering out clones Mm -hmm. um, while also hunting Jedi and then maybe you could kind of sprinkle in some Vader here and there like I feel like that would be a really cool to give you more of that
2: mm -hmm. so the clones they age do they just age till they're adults and then age normally or do they age fast in general
1: I believe they age fast in general
2: Um, so the Bad Batch is going to be like Dead in 10 years?
1: Yeah, they, they ain't going for the long haul. Well, about um, Boba Fett
0: though, that doesn't that doesn't make sense. He's an like... he's
2: an unaltered clone. Yeah, oh, same with you're... The Omega. Same with Omega. Right.
1: They are. the uh, point. Good although good point. they they said he just requested. Well, but that is what he requested. And I'm thinking back to uh, Episode Two, Attack of the Clones, um, when Jango Fett and Ton I think it's Ton Wee um, is saying that he requested an unaltered clone for himself. Like a son, I think mm-hmm. I, I can't remember if she used that exact word, but just that his only condition, aside from his um, nominal fee, was one unaltered clone, right? And that was the son of Jango Fett. But they obviously made another with Omega. Um, but yeah, is she around that same age as a Boba Fett would be? I'm trying to wonder. I'm trying to think.
0: She might be a little bit younger.
2: There's also also revealed that she was around when the Batch was created, right? So she's basically the same age as the Batch. She's older. They did say
1: that towards, I think, the second last episode saying, like, technically, she's older than all of us. Um, Oh, interesting. Yeah, because she's, like, I guess around 12 to 13 or something along those lines. Um, But, uh, yeah, so it's it's interesting stuff ahead, especially with... um, uh, yeah, the 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 very very end there, uh, when Nala say just goes into that mountain, which once you guys mm-hmm. are ready, I will gush on that whole side of things and what that do means. Do you know what the, the planet? Do you know yes, what planet that is? I do. Waylon, do I want me to go into it? Waylon yes. Smithers. Waylon Smithers, Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <laughs> so,
0: Smithers. You are very good at turning me on (laughs)
1: Uh, you probably should ignore that um this is what made it all worth it for me was that very last scene and then i I must admit it did not clue in 100 percent right away with me but then when i realized that other people had this connection as well so the original book series heir to the empire written in 1991 by timothy zahn which is where Thrawn Mm -hmm. was introduced in the first place. Mm -hmm. And it's two sequels, uh, which is Dark Force Rising and The Last Command. Um, It is all about... It focuses very, very heavily on the concept of cloning. Mm -hmm. So he took this Clone Wars kind of idea, and what happened was, this planet Wayland was where the Emperor had safeguarded all of his secrets on cloning. And all of his, like, Ultimate weapons. To kind of, it's kind of like what I think Scarif was supposed to be. Kind of like a, like mm-hmm. this is where they keep all of their military secrets, a lot of their weapons secrets, what have you. But um, this planet Wayland is where all of the, the cloning shit was being kept. And so more specifically, Mount Tantis, which is the mountain where they all go into. So, mm-hmm. um, to make it more concise, I've, I've br- brought up this article from inverse.com, uh, available in the show notes, if you want to see it. So, um, it says at the end of the bad batch episode, Camino lost Nala Se ends up an, at an Imperial cloning facility. While it might have appeared, this is the same cloning spot from Mando season two episode, the siege. It turns out to be a different location altogether. So it confirms that the location of on Camino Lost is none other than Mount Tantis on the planet Wayland. In Heir to the Empire, Grand Admiral Thrawn raided Wayland for leftover cloning technology. As Mara Jade explained, Mount Tantis had been one of Palpatine's secret facilities, which means in both Legends canon and real canon, some of the planet's uh, cloning action was linked to Palpatine's comeback as a clone, which happens mm. in both Legends and real canon as well. So previously, mm. the real Star Wars canon had mentioned the existence of Wayland, especially during an in-canon game released around the Force Awakens in 2016. But before the 2021 Bad Batch episode, we hadn't seen Wayland depicted on screen. Um, skipping here a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's she's basically saying it's not a coincidence if you've if you've read those early 90s books. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. a writer of this episode. I said, it's pretty easy to figure out what it is. So she's more or less confirming that it is Mount Tantis. Now, what happened in those books was that this crazy old Jedi happened to be a clone of another old Jedi. And this Jedi, along with some of the other people there, had found Luke's hand in Bespin. And they Mm. cloned Luke. With that technology that was left over on Wayland and set this clone against Luke Skywalker. The only thing is, when you become a clone, you get like an extra vowel in your name. So this guy, his name is Joris Saboth. His name had two U's at the J-O-R-U-U-S, and Luke had two U's, L-U-U-K.
2: Luke.
1: Um, but anyways, he and he became like an evil, evil Jedi kind of thing that Luke had to go on and defeat. In this book series, spoilers alert for those books. Now, why that is also awesome is that if you remember, I think a cup, many, many episodes ago, we talked about the release of these books that were old legends that became like Mm -hmm. Disney essential reading. Mm -hmm. This entire heir to the empire trilogy has recently just been announced that the entire trilogy, not just the first book is all going to be part of that must read shit, which has stuff. Hmm. About Mara Jade, which in the previous Legends shit was Luke's wife. They had a son together. They were partners throughout. She was an, an, an old assassin for the Emperor um, who was supposed to kill Luke. But I think they eventually, or they did eventually sort it out and uh, had a baby because she happened to be force sensitive as well. Became a Jedi herself. Very, very powerful Awesome shit about her, but yeah, go read a ton of um, old legend stuff to get more about Mara Jade. But uh, basically, how does this set up Mandalorian Season 3? Because so much of the mystery in Mando Season 1 and 2 revolves around cloning. The existence Mm -hmm. of this Imperial cloning facility is relevant for one specific reason, and that is Grand Admiral Thrawn. He's the one who's going to come in and... Exploit all these secrets. Exploit everything that has to do with it. And that's where I think Ahsoka is going to go. Her going on a mission, uh, an infiltration mission to Mount Tantis to fuck some shit up and try and get stuff out of there. What is also enticing is this Nala Se. She was the caretaker and the primary like safeguarder of Omega. Mm-hmm. So Omega is going to be inevitably drawn to her. And make Mm -hmm. sure she's okay. She's going to find out that she's in trouble. Omega and the Bad Batch are going to be like, we got to go help her. And then get to Mount Tantis. That's going to get some more cloning action going on. Because she has like the original blueprint DNA for the original clone master himself. um, Aside from Boba Fett. So there's going to be some interaction there down the line as well. Uh, Bad Batch has also been announced for a season two. Um, as well, so I don't doubt that that's kind of the direction that they're going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, ba, 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 ba.
0: it'd be interesting if they uh connect Bad Batch to uh Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett.
2: <laughs> that would be cool because they're basically like brother sister, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bad Batch themselves are ah, they'd be very, very old because it's not canon, but there's an old guy. In Return of the Jedi, with a big beard. When Han, when the scout trooper goes around the corner in Endor, and Han mm-hmm. tricks him and kind of gives him that sexy shrug, and like there's a whole bunch of rebels pointing guns, one of those guys is a has a big white beard. And here's where the nerds will all come down and argue over this one. A lot of new canon shit says that that's Captain Rex that he's part of the rebel alliance he was he is in canon somewhere confirmed to be on endor in the battle of endor but mm-hmm. that guy with the big beard he is a legends character that has i th- i don't know if it's been fully canonized yet but his name was nick sant so it's a stupid little play on saint nick because he's got a big white mm-hmm. beard he looks like santa mm-hmm. <laughs> Good one.
2: I th- I thought Filoni basically kind of confirmed Papa,
1: that, that they,
2: they wanted that to be Rex. See, like our
1: Yeah, he 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 hasn't taken that step.
2: He didn't. Mm. There were I, I got I thought he like danced around it at some sort of event he was talking about. He was like uh ah, you, know, you could say, but it, like <sighs> so it is
1: it is not confirmed. Uh Filoni would not he said he did not want to overwrite an existing character. Mm. So an existing character on screen. So he's like, if people want to believe that it's Rex, that's great. Good for them. Um, he's like, but I can't confirm if it is, or if it isn't Rex, Mm. Mm. it's whatever people feel like if people want it to be Rex, sure. Let it be Rex. If you want to be this Sant that has nothing but a stupid pun of a name and no other backstory and no other context and relevance to the story at large. Sure. Mm. I'm of the camp that would like to believe that it is Captain Rex. Um, anyways, why am I rambling about this? Because Mandalorian takes place five to 10 years after Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi has fucking Rex as an already old man there. The Bad Batch has similar aging properties. So they're going to be like dribbling in their pants at this, uh, at the time of the Mandalorian. And Omega is going to be like spoon feeding all of them at once if they are still <laughs> around. So,
0: but. You know what would be interesting? Because to go back for a second, you were talking about the Mara Jade character. Yep. If slash when they finally introduce that character in live action, it'd be really neat if they were able to tie that back to when Kylo tears down the temple. Totally. And that she's one of the casualties. Mm -hmm. Because it might explain more why Luke becomes a crusty little fuck
1: that is exactly Mm -hmm. what i was hoping for as well that this would be like Mm -hmm. why he's this like why he's given up because he had all these grand plans for family for you know yeah he's supposed to grow old with this love of his life that someone who's changed him and brought him around but there's there's time for that now with all this shit coming out with the uh uh within the old Disney verse. so i'm 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 in your lane handling i like that idea a lot
2: I guess the age wouldn't quite work out, but it'd be interesting if Omega was actually like Marjane.
1: Interesting. Interesting take.
2: She'd be older, she'd be like ten years older, but you could maybe make it work.
1: Yeah, what would she be what would Luke's age be around there? Yeah, she'd be he's just, yeah, ten he's just years born, older, so right? he's just born around that time. Yeah.
0: Um Well, I mean, Anakin Skywalker basically fell in love with someone like like father, nine, like son.
1: nine years older than him. <laughs> I think, it's, like father, f- like I think son. it's four or five years, but
0: yeah. Oh, is that four is
1: like 14 in uh Phantom mm. Anakin's mm. what nine, ten. Yeah, he's nine, I think. Supposed to be new. Mm. Um, but yeah, so like if uh, I think we're gonna get Thrawn in Mando season three, mm-hmm. um. I've not heard anything about Ahsoka being filmed yet or anything like that. I've heard that, uh, so Obi-Wan is wrapped filming, wrapped Mm -hmm. all their principal photography. Mandalorian starts filming in September. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'd imagine Ahsoka would be on deck after that. Apparently in November, we're going to get a lot of good shit, like an unprecedented amount of information at, uh, the Disney investors meeting. Did you guys see
2: that second trailer for the Star Wars Visions?
1: I did not watch all of it. No, I saw that it was around, but I I can't... I don't know if I'm invested in it yet.
2: I don't... I'm kind of... What I'm kind of into is the idea that, that it's not canon. And so there's less pressure. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like now, because the canon is getting so elaborate, that there's, like, so much pressure that if you do anything, it's going to, like, fly in the face of what was happened before or what comes next. And I kind of like the freedom that it has of just to kind of, like whatever um and so like there's at least one of the story i i have a feeling not all of them are gonna be great or i'm gonna like but there's at least one or two that seem really interesting
0: well why um, didn't they give ryan johnson one of those projects uh, that's basically what he did to be fair
1: thank <laughs> gosh for the world between worlds but uh, but you know what like you say if <clears throat> If if they can contextualize it and say like Mara Jade, like, oh yeah, Luke lost his wife in a terrible bloody passion. Of course he's gonna be an old hermit. We didn't have that information in two thousand seventeen when Last Jedi came out. So like like once you get yeah, the context then, and then rewatch it, it's like ah, you know what? It's but do, do you it's feel like re- that's like
2: that's kinda of like changing your answers on a test? Like after you handed it in.
1: Yeah, but the test is worth billions and billions of dollars in Disney's mind. They're going to so. fucking alter cheat. They're, they're going to Eddie Guerrero their way all through this. We lie. We cheat. We steal. And then, Mama uh, like, Zeta. Mama Zeta. And then, Five Star Frog Splash their way into the fucking money record books because this is what the fans want.
2: I feel like all the stuff that leads up to the the sequel trilogy is just going to be so much better that it's not going to matter.
1: I know. Once we get like context for the cloning, for Luke's being a little b for for the Battle of Jakku, <laughs> like let's let's fucking let's go as as the young maybe, kids that say was, these Maybe days. that was
2: Disney's plan all along. We're going to make a horrible trilogy just so we can spend. Millions of dollars and get people invested as we try and fix it.
0: Yeah, and then fucking <laughs> Ryan Johnson will show up at like some panel discussion, being like, "I just did my part." He's Asshole. going to
1: be—he's going to be like an Ahmed Best style redemption story, where in like five to ten years, people are going to say, "I'm sorry, Ryan. Let's clap at a convention for you because we were mean to you once." You and know I
0: actually do hope they give him another
2: project.
1: Oh yeah. He's an amazing. He's, he's, doing, he's
2: doing the Knives Out sequel. That's fine. Yeah. Knives Out. Knives Out was amazing. Yep. So,
0: but just give him a chance to uh, do a Star Wars Redemption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is why I think we could see. Well, we could see Jar Jar Binks
1: in Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Well, that, that that's probably Ryan's wheelhouse. What's What's the biggest turd I can throw into this soup? For this, uh, this could you Star imagine Wars his redemption Mace is serving us the head of
0: Jar Jar Binks on a fucking platter?
1: Oh my gosh, I re listened to that one, uh, that one quote of yours, Ryan, a while back saying, like, Oh, yeah, what is that? Tastes pretty good. Oh, I was hoping you had asked, just like puking. Huh. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, bring on bring on Jar Jar. fo show, dirty. Yeah.
2: That would be cool as an animated series. Like, just like a total retake of, like, what happened to Jar Jar yeah. after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Like, maybe he had to go on the run and had to survive and he became, like, this hardened badass, like...
1: Oh, it'd be amazing. <laughs> or, like, behind the music. Gangster kind Jar
2: Jar? Of, uh... Yeah. I sure like, a Rambo style, like, trying to, like, live in the woods and live off the land and... You know. Oh,
1: he just becomes like a. <laughs> they drew first blood. <laughs> he becomes like a Tony Montana in uh Misa in
0: bleed.
1: Misa, hang that up, boss. Now. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at Misa. Look at Misa.
0: Misa, the captain. Now, say Misa name. Say Misa name.
1: Yeah. You so goddamn right. Yeah, <laughs> breaking Breaking Misa, that's the... Uh... Hey, it's Pat here, uh, interrupting during the editing process. Um, I just have to get this off my chest. Not breaking Misa. Breaking Bombad. God, it was right there. All right, moving along. <laughs> that's, the, that, that's what we should have done. Instead of a fucking Edge of the Empire role-playing game, we should have done a, <laughs> Jar Jar Binks fan fiction audio drama. Of what happened? We'll, to we'll just literally
2: read, like, reenact every single episode of Breaking Bad, but as Jar Jar Binks of every character.
1: Oh, who would? So would Jar Jar be like the Jesse? <laughs> he be, or every, or he be every be the...
2: character. He'd be every character. Every
1: character. Okay. Okay. Like
2: John <laughs> Bingham style.
1: Yo. He's <laughs> <sighs> a science of bitches. <sighs> hey, you <some> a bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, uh, he runs yes, a uh, okay. No. He runs a
1: chicken joint and chicken shop, <laughs> cluck fillet or whatever it is.
0: Yeah, Pollos Gung- Hermanos.
1: Pollos Hermanos.
0: Yeah, Along, Gung- right
1: alongside uh, Moff Gideon.
2: <laughs> oh yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, love
2: I love Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon kicks the Giancarlo.
1: A I want. to like
2: be introduced. To- Giancarlo Esposito. Like that is an incredible name. I, I hope he's in I wonder in what his middle name is. Like a...
1: Does he have a middle name? <laughs> Greg. Yeah. Giancarlo Greg Esposito. Maybe <laughs> also awesome
0: it's like Giancarlo Franco- Francisco Esposito.
1: Just a bunch of O names. As Google furiously scrambles to answer our question.
2: Oh, Giancarlo Giuseppe Alessandro Esposito.
1: Giuseppe Alessandro, fucking <laughs> a, yes. fucking a, that exceeds all a. my satisfying. expectations. <laughs> yes,
0: that exceeds all my expectations. That's like
1: watching those like uber satisfying videos of like a perfect, like the perfect paint in a room or like
2: Giancarlo Giuseppe Alessandro Esposito. Well, because I believe I don't know if it's if Mexican culture, he or was born Latino in Denmark, where they will take. Yeah, that's a bit disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> um, to be fair, but I think I I don't know for sure. I don't don't quote me on this. But I believe like in certain Latino cultures or even Mexican culture, they take like the first and last name of both parents and they just keep they add it. So that's where they end up having these really long names. Oh, okay. I think it's that's a sweet. Usually do the right thing. Oh wow. That's going back. King in New York. He's in King in New York? You guys ever seen that movie? No. It's no. with um. Christopher Walken, he plays a mobster. It's amazing. It's oh. like from 1990.
1: I'm the king of New York.
2: Look at me. <laughs> wow.
1: As anyone knows, I think one
2: of my favorite movie. Christopher
0: Walken performances was in uh, what was it, The Rundown with The Rock and uh, I'm Sean the William tooth Scott. Fairy.
2: Do not understand the concept of the I'm tooth the fairy. fairy. He's got my the tooth. Loopaloopa fucks. <laughs> He's
0: got my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I want it back.
1: <laughs> uh, I like him in Click. <laughs> yeah, in Click.
0: <laughs> also, in actually, Wedding, he, Ca- Wedding Crashers is also one of his best roles.
2: Actually, oh, yeah. he, one of his first roles, he has a scene in um, Annie Hall, which is like a Woody Allen movie from like the 70s. And he plays the, Dan Keaton's brother. And he pulls Woody Allen aside. And he's like, sometimes when I'm driving... I just have the urge to swing the wheel and just slam into the other car, and I can anticipate the screaming, and I can hear the, <laughs> the screams and the crashing and the the twisted metal, and then literally they cut to a scene later, and it's like, oh yeah, he's gonna give you a ride home. And he's like, Whoa. and then the whole and then to Woody Allen in the car just staring at him the whole time as they're driving. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you. Hey, that's a great scene. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum also has a cameo in that. There's a Isn't scene really? when they're in a party. Yeah, there's a scene when they're in a party and they're panning through and he's on the phone. He's like, I forgot my mantra. What's my mantra?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, so good. So good. I'm reading Jurassic Park right now, but that has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. But Apparently, the book is quite different. The book is very different. I've read it many times before, but I'm reading it again because I'm a loser and I have nothing to read when I'm pooping right now. Um phone fuck the phone i'm on the phone so much goddamn time anyways that's like, so, good
0: i don't need that much time when i poop I, I i don't i don't get quality reading
1: done on the shitter oh man my mm. legs go numb by the time i'm done because i'm like <laughs> just you never know what what else is in there i don't have to come back I for think, two trips uh, now,
2: now it's either it's gonna happen in two seconds or it's not gonna happen and then <laughs> yeah. I just I you just guys don't
1: sit and read on the shitter
2: Read my phone. Oh my, read my god,
1: phone. you. I, I like it just, just,
2: just happens. Just ha- <laughs> if it's gonna happen, it just happens. And so then otherwise, hopefully,
1: there's a toilet there
0: to catch. On a weekend, I have my morning cup of coffee and it's just like, oh, now's the time. <laughs> I, down. I, I, give,
2: I give up on myself too easily. And like, I, I sit there and it's not you, uh oh, you stupid ass. No. You're not gonna poo today, are See, you? See, ruined your whole day. Now you're gonna be bloated and cranky, <laughs> whatever just want to enjoy my Saturday. That's why you bring Bye. a book in. You say, you
1: know what? I'm going to give it to the next page. And if I'm not done then, I'm going to sit for a little while longer and read And that, read sir, another page. is how one develops next a Next thing hemorrhoid. you know, you've crushed a novel. I don't Only push if you that push. whole time. Oh,
2: if, you, if you're pushing. It's if you push. Don't push too hard. Right. I push. Too hard. <laughs> I'm, I'm a pusher. I want to get that shit out. <laughs>
0: I push all the time. Too hard. Hard as I can go. Yeah.
1: Is that why Back your bottom lip is bleeding every time you come out of the washroom? You just <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, honey, get the get the bird bees lip chap. Oh, I bit hard this time.
0: It's I'm... like picture Oscar Isaac in The Force Awakens when Kylo's trying to get information out of him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You trying to pull the shit out of your ass?
0: No, it comes out quite easily,
2: actually. Mm.
1: It doesn't need much coaxing. IBS, folks,
2: it's a gift. Come on. And a curse. Come on. My IBS goes the other way. Mine's uh, anxious. It gets stage fright. Put too much pressure Uh, on it. It's not going to happen.
1: God, I love talking about your guys' butts
2: (laughs) Don't act like you're not interested. I
1: know. That's our other podcast. My butter, my, my butt, my button, and me. <laughs> Gross. Uh,
2: me and my friend's butthole.
1: Yay. So, anyways, folks, um, yeah, definitely have a lookout for our podcast coming. We're going to take a couple of weeks off. Stay mm-hmm. glued to the social medias because we got um, uh, a lot of good shit coming down the pipe. It's going to be a, lo- a very different flavor than what perhaps you're used to right now. Uh, but during that time, what the point of this is is to basically take us until we have uh, more shows to talk about, more content to talk about. Once you know, Book of Boba Fett takes mm-hmm. off and starts coming, we'll maybe we'll reintroduce the old this old style. Then I don't know. We'll we'll see how this game style goes for us. You never know. It could take off, and we could be, you know, recruited by Disney and uh, uh, Lucasfilm and. Mm -hmm. become writers for the next Star Wars franchise because of how good this is going to be. Um, And we'll be like, fuck you, we're famous now. (laughs) But still, like, and subscribe. Uh, But here's an ad. (laughs) If you ever wanted a a mattress or a razor that comes in the mail, well, click our link and do that. (laughs) (laughs) Like
2: me, Andy's? Like every yeah. ad. Or or uh like athletic greens. I don't know how many ads I have to hear about athletic greens. I'm like, I don't wanna drink your disgusting shit. <laughs> you know? I,
1: I had an ad link set up for us for MeUndies, and I never actually included it, but I'm actually wearing MeUndies right now, my Yoda ones. I, I am I am too
2: actually. <laughs> <laughs> the ads work, man. Oh, and they're coming.
1: God damn it, they got us again. All you have to do is have a podcast, and apparently they're up your ass. Ugh. Me
2: undies. <laughs> Literally. So anyways, since since I'm in my uh,
1: see, me Yeah, there you go. There they are, right there. I'd stand up and pull it out of my pants. Yeah, those are clean. But. Those are
2: clean. Those are clean. I pulled those out of a dresser. Oh, sexy. But the ones in that that I'm wearing aren't.
1: But anyways, yeah. dirty, 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 dirty birds. So dirty. um, you know what? If uh, folks thank you so much for listening thank you so much the last couple of months have been so so much fun getting to shoot the shit with star wars and getting to interview a couple of really awesome people people who i never thought in my wildest dreams i'd ever talk about um thanks to you two uh glorious shining assholes too um uh andy and ryan you guys have been very very fun um getting a little emotional with this now but, uh, yeah, I think the next part of our podcast is going to be a lot of fun. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Um, I have some cool plans. I'm going to put you guys in some awkward situations. Um, have your pants around More your ankles usual. in the Star Wars universe. More than usual.
2: So we'll see how that goes.
1: Is that my cue? Well, <laughs> see, here's, <laughs> here's it w- the w- thing. It, it,
2: w- it wouldn't be an ending of an episode if you didn't have a long pause here. <laughs> so. <Yeah. laughs> We don't need those cues anymore, though, because
1: like, like the YouTube channel
2: right. is. Uh, I guess we could still keep going to the YouTube channel. You know, I keep I people so. asking about it. People ask about, hey, how come we guys haven't uploaded a new episode? I'm like, well, because it's it's not on YouTube.
1: Because <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I shit the bed. I haven't yet. Okay, that's what I'll do. I have some time blocked off tomorrow morning for like nothing shit. So I will I will do that. There, ask a question too
0: yeah actually let, should i record the outro and then i'll ask my question because mm-hmm. it's not really a on podcast question sure so well, thanks again for hanging out with us today <laughs> and if you haven't already please hit that subscribe button and give us a rating
2: only to finished. and fans. if you want to see how little work Pat is done feel free to check out our youtube channel <laughs> oh boy and you can see episodes from 10 weeks ago <laughs> if there's <laughs> if there's work to be done i haven't done it coming coming out on friday <laughs> <laughs> Every episode. We can binge the whole season.
1: Uh fuck me. No running. pressure, Pat.
2: No pressure, Pat.
1: No, not at all. <laughs> but uh hey, if you if you don't like our shitty YouTube channel, then check out our Instagram where it's a little bit more lively. Not by much, a little bit. Um but I post stories quite a bit. I guess. Is that something? Alright, fuck you guys. Uh <laughs> so On behalf of my very sexy co hosts, Andy and Ryan, I just want to say thanks for listening. And hey!
2: Always be a Jedi in the streets
0: and a Sith in the sheets.
1: Mm, Good night, everybody.
0: Bye bye.
2: See ya. No,
1: no, no. Good month, everybody. Good season one, everybody.
2: Good season, everyone. (laughs)